0: Are you a podcaster who's getting stuck when editing their show? Are you intimidated by the editing process to the point where it's even held you back from releasing episodes? If this sounds like you, then you're going to want to keep listening. Today, I'm talking about a tool that's going to double the speed of your podcast production workflow. How, you may ask? Well, with an audio and video editing tool that functions like a Word doc. Have no fear, Clippies. Descript is here. What up? What up? What up? And welcome to Clipped. I'm Eric, your podcasting coach, and I'm bringing you podcast production tips, education, and industry insights to help you launch, grow, and monetize your podcast. What? An audio and video app that functions like a Word doc? So how does it work? You upload your audio or video file into Descript. You can also upload multi-track files. So if your show isn't a one-person show, if there's multiple tracks recorded, you can upload multiple tracks. It's then gonna transcribe that audio or video into a Word document. And then if you wanna go in and edit part of your audio or video file, you actually just edit the transcript. So if there's several sentences that you wanna remove, you literally highlight those words in Descript, hit delete and it deletes that section of audio. So whatever words on the transcript you delete, it'll delete the corresponding audio that is those words. That's cool, right? I mean, who would have thought that that's where we're at? I think it's a cool tool and I'm gonna break down what I use it for and what I don't use it for and the areas that I think can, help new and experienced podcasters. I think there's something in it for everyone. I doubt you're going to use all the features cuz I when you really get into it into the nitty-gritty, it's got a lot of features and from what I hear from people and with what my team uses it for, it's a little bit more basic, but I'm going to kind of go into more detail of every not everything, but a lot of the main things that it offers. There's got to be one thing in this that can help you speed up your production workflow and make your life easier and make your podcasting team's life easier. There's three main features that I want to talk about that Descript offers. There are more, but the three main things that I want to focus on are Descript's editing tools, their mixing tools, and Descript's recording tools. I think within those, there's got to be something that can benefit you and your team. And also, before I get into those... I just want to let you know that it's all collaborative and it's all updated in real time. So, if you're podcasting and let's say you're working in Descript and you make a couple edits and the next day you realize that you don't like those edits, you realize you want to revert back to the previous session, you can actually do that. It has what's called non destructive editing. So, if you make some edits and then hours later or days later or whatever it is, you realize you want to change and go back to the previous session, you can do that. It's like Google Drive or Google Docs or, or Dropbox where everything's updated in real time, but you can always revert back to previous files, previous sessions. And what's cool about that is that if there's if you have a team, if maybe you're a little bit bigger podcaster and you have a team and there's various people working, maybe you got a social media person that's in there uh, pulling clips, or your producer is restructuring the show, maybe copying something from the end of the show and thinking that it's a segment that fits better at the top of the show and they're copy pasting that over. um, And then the next day you don't like that or the producer realizes they don't like that. Boom. It's okay. Revert back to where you were before. Nothing is lost. Nothing is permanently changed. Another thing about Descript that I think is great for the industry is that you can have somebody on your team or you yourself can edit the podcast, at least do basic edits and probably even more in-depth edits once you learn more about how their editing tools work without having to know audio editing software, without having to learn a DAW digital audio workstation like Pro Tools, GarageBand, Audacity, Adobe Audition. Um, It allows people, creatives, to get their hands on a show and learn how to structure a podcast, learn how to cut sections, learn how to move parts around more or less edit a podcast without having to learn how to work with audio and wave files that's really cool because it expands opportunities for people that want to get into podcasting if you really want to get into podcasting uh, long term I think you do need to learn audio editing software but I think this is a great place to get started and Being like the origins and roots of podcasts, you know, by the people, for the people. It's very DIY. I think this is a cool thing um, that one can add jobs, two can add resources to you or to a team. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. I'm here for it. And I think most importantly, you have to get to where you're going with whatever tools work for you. So I think whether it's Descript or whether you record and edit some other way, at the end of the day, the most important thing is getting your podcast out there, sharing your mission, sharing your story. And ideally, people are going to identify somehow with what you have to tell the world. So with editing, There is multi-track editing. And so anything that you do to one track, you can do to all tracks. Any edit that you make, you can create a crossfade. So in general, in editing audio, every edit does need a crossfade or else you're possibly gonna hear like weird clicks or weird pickups. Maybe the tail of one word with the top of another word. So you're gonna need crossfades to fade out uh, and fade back up every edit. So that's cool, you can do that. Um, It is time consuming. I think there's a way to automate it. I've never done that. I've done basic fading of the end of clips or fading out, fading up, things like that, but I've never taken the time to really learn how to do that. Again, I do that when I edit within Pro Tools. Another feature that I have never used, don't know how accurate or how good it is. It is an automated process, but you're still going to have to go in there and tweak it a lot. You can adjust the space between words. So if you are making edits, there's a pause too long between a sentence or maybe too short of a pause. You can go in and space that out just like you would if you were editing um, with an audio software. I've never used that, so can't vouch for that or give that my stamp of approval. I think it is cool. It sounds time-consuming, but I don't know because Descript does make things easy so I think that's a cool feature that could maybe benefit you. Maybe not for your whole podcast, but maybe just a section here and there or between segments or phrases, starting at the end of one thought and then starting up another thought, depending if you recorded it weird, you could maybe use that that word spacing tool. There's also a room tone generator. And so Descript's going to analyze the tone or basically like the room that you recorded in. And then if you are making cuts, You never want dead space. So if you cut something and it fades out, it fades to black, it fades to nothingness, we call that dead air and you don't want dead air. And so with the room tone generator, Descript will analyze how the room that you recorded in sounds. And then you can generate an audio clip of room tone for whatever length you need to fill in those gaps. So it never sounds like your uh, voice drops off. And I think that's cool. I don't know how good the algorithm is for that. I use a different tool for that but I imagine it has a pretty good algorithm. So we're going to go with that. Another thing is mic bleed detection. With where we are in technology, I've tried using mic bleed within like Isotope RX, which is like the top-notch audio repair tool that's used for major motion pictures, big podcasts. It's probably known as like, it is known. It's not probably, it's known as like one of the best tools for like audio repair and removing noise and There's a mic bleed detection feature on that. Honestly, I don't think we're quite there yet with mic bleed detection. I think if you're too heavy handed with it, it makes one or both of the microphones sound weird. Mic bleed is basically like if you're in a room recording and say with other people, so there's like two or more microphones. When you're not speaking, your mic is going to pick up what the other person is saying. Because if you think about it, if there's mics on in a room, even if you're not talking, as someone's several feet away from you, Although they have their own microphone, when they're talking, your mic is going to pick that up. I think it's just best to when one person is talking and the other person isn't. The person or persons who are being quiet, just to cut their track out completely. That's what I do. I think that sounds better. Some mic bleed you're going to get sometimes during laughs and stuff or crosstalk. It can kind of sound weird if both of you are saying... Stepping on each other's words, basically, because then your mic is getting picked up by what they're saying and their mics picking up what you're saying and it can cause like weird tonal things and weird like reverb type of things. Try to cut around that stuff. If it's in there, it's in there. It's not the end of the world. Try the mic bleed detection tool. Haven't used it. Cool editing feature. But again, I don't know if we're quite there yet with automated mic bleed processes in Descript, in Isotope and otherwise. Moving on to the filler word removal tool, this is probably the main reason that a lot of podcast editors use this. A lot of podcasters use it. I myself have used it with varying results, but I do like it. Another really cool feature that I've used in the past and that a lot of people I know use is the filler word removal tool. You can input the words that you want removed from the podcast. So if you're on a podcast, or sorry, if you're editing a podcast, or if it's your podcast, people speaking tend to say, um, a lot, or like a lot, or, uh, uh, this, uh, that, um, you know, you know, so, "uh" it'll automatically detect all of those words within the transcript, and then you can auto-delete all of them. It's an automated process. You can choose to delete all of them in one swoop or you can. it'll highlight them and you can go through and leave some in, delete some. Honestly, I used to do this a lot. I tend to do this now uh, manually when I'm editing, when I'm going through an audio file. The Descript tool, it's not perfect. If you're going to go and do like that auto removal of all of those, you 100% need to still go through and listen and probably fine tune over half of them. So I think it's a cool concept. I don't know if it's fully there yet. But I love the idea of it. And I think uh, it'll get better in the future. The algorithm of the way it edits out those filler words should get better. But it's a great place to start. And you can do that maybe before you edit your show to at least get you in in the right ballpark of those speech patterns if you want to clean that stuff up, those filler words. Another dope thing about the transcript is that you can identify clips for social media and you can put them on what's called the clipboard so you can save them for later. So if you your social media yourself and you want to pull out a couple quotes or a couple snippets to use as teasers on your social, you can do that or someone on your team can do that and they can pull those out and save them on the clipboard so that it doesn't actually remove them from the file. They stay in there, but they get pulled aside and you could stack clips to use for later. You could get a whole library going, which is really cool. So in my opinion, there's a lot of cool editing stuff, but the crossfading and adjusting levels, The room tone generator, I would honestly probably use that in my DAW. And I don't know how many people are actually using those features. I think they're cool options to have until I hear more about it or try them myself. I don't know if I can recommend doing that. That to me is more of a skill that an audio engineer would do. It seems like all these automated systems for Descript, but also just a lot of different things. We're not quite there yet. Like into the future, I think we're getting there. And I think it's great because it's going to speed up workflows, might put some people out of a job, but I think it's cool that people are pushing the limits and trying to do more like that. There's also a tool called Overdub where you can fix mistakes by typing what you wish you had said or what you, yeah, what you would have liked to have said. What this is, and I've never used this. I can't imagine that this sounds great. I don't know that we're there yet again with this, with these features and this new tech basically creates an AI version of your voice. And it can add words to your audio file. So if you wish you would have said a sentence, if you wish you would have said a certain sentence, but you're unable to record or you're not by your mic, or there's like a deadline that's pressing, you can actually type in what you wish you would have said. And Descript will create an AI version of your voice that's supposed to be a clone. So it's supposed to sound more or less exactly like your voice. You can type something out and it'll generate a recording of your voice saying those words. Nuts, right? Honestly, if it sounds great, I'll have to try it. I haven't tried it yet. I don't, just for fun, even. I don't know that I'd ever use this unless it really sounded like damn good. But cool that they're coming up with this kind of stuff and these features. And probably that's where we're headed you know, if you go to people's blogs uh, online, there's different, I think it's Amazon or I don't know what company, but you can set it up on your blog where it generates uh, a voice for your written out blog. And you can choose like male voice, female voice, strong voice, shy voice. You can pick these different like tones of voices with these different characters to read your blog. And we're seeing more and more of that. So maybe this is coming. still think we're at least two, three, maybe five years away, but uh pretty cool. Interesting, nonetheless. So getting into the mixing, they have a full suite of EQ compression, noise gates, apparently reverb and stuff like that. I don't know if, what are you going to like fully mix your session in here? Or maybe if you're doing funny videos and you need distortion or delay, they have all that. There's normalization which changes the overall volume of the audio file or files. Yeah, if you're going to take time to learn all this stuff, in my opinion, I would think that time would be better spent learning like Pro Tools or Audition or GarageBand or Reaper or any of the various DAWs that are out there. You could probably do it better within a DAW and probably faster. I know Descript pitches it like it's super easy to use those tools. And it might be, I just don't know how good of plugins they are. I don't know how they color the sound of the files that you're working on. And so I don't know. I think it's a cool to have, but I don't know that it like fully changes the game and how many people are really going to be doing that. Maybe basic stuff. Let's say you, you don't edit your show in detail. You just do basic editing where you drop in like the audio file. Maybe you use like their normalization tool here in Descript to level it out maybe you throw like some basic stock eq on your voice or on the voices and then you call it a day bounce it out of descript and upload it to your host it could be cool for that i guess and for like beginners where you're just doing basic edits and maybe it's more of a loose format show i'm not sleeping on that i'm just saying it seems like a lot of work for something i already know but again i'm in the audio space it might work well for you it might be great going a little bit out of order here is recording so You can actually record into Descript. You can set the input of Descript to your mic, if it's a USB mic or audio interface, and literally record directly into it. And it transcribes the audio as you go. And I'm actually on board for this. Not for recording an entire podcast. I don't think that you need to do that or would want to do that. But I've actually sat in and live produced clients using this feature It's great if you need to like retrack a couple things or maybe there's some narration and you need to record some voiceover or just pick up a few lines that got rewritten or that didn't sound great. You can go in there yourself or have a client go in there and pick a couple things up. Do a couple retracks. I think it's cool for that because it's quick and easy. And since it automatically gets transcribed, someone could be standing by on your team. Boom. You record it. It's in Descript, it's transcribed, and then they can get to work on it right away. Whereas if you or a host or whoever is doing the recording records on a separate platform, then they have to download those files and then upload them into Descript, which could slow down workflow. So if it's like a quick thing that you need, or maybe you've got um, a due date coming up and you need to get the session done... It sounds pretty good like I think it records full fidelity like 16 bit 44.1 maybe 48 I'm giving it my stamp of approval for short little recordings and pickups and you could have someone on your team sitting in and producing it live and then it's all in the session let's say the uh, file is ready to be exported so you can export the whole thing as like one stem don't recommend doing that because If you did use like editing with filler words, or like with the word spacing feature, some of that isn't going to sound that good. Some of the edits are going to be weird. Maybe you use the crossfade feature with Descript. Hopefully that sounds great. But if you export into a stem, whatever you did in Descript is going to come out in the export. So unless you're really good at Descript and you were able to clean up all those crossfades, the word spacing, the filler words were edited good. Sometimes it leaves little tails on some of the filler words or even some like audio artifacts at the start of the edit when you use Descript's audio editing tools. If you're going to trim all that in Descript and it sounds great, boom, export it. If not, what I recommend is that you export as an AAF file. And then in your DAW, your digital audio workstation, aka your audio editing software, you then upload that AAF into your DAW and then you have a non-destructive edit of the file. And so it'll import that session data and what will come up in your DAW is the main file along with all the edits that you made in Descript with the ability to pull out the waveform or pull back the waveform so if you cut some filler words in Descript, and now you want to make the final touches in Pro Tools, you can go in there, Pro Tools or whatever DAW, you can go in there and see all the cuts and fine tune them if need be. And that's what I do. We're working on a podcast called Baby Steps where the producer, he goes in and he makes those content edits. Then I export it as an AAF file. It goes into Pro Tools, and I can see all the edits he's made, and I can add fades. I can pull things apart. I can just make it sound good. Sometimes there's really good edits and I don't need to touch a section, but almost always there's some work that needs to be done. So I recommend exporting as an AAF file and that way you can see all those edits in a non-destructive format and make changes as needed. Okay, the cost. So there's a free version. I definitely recommend starting with that. There's limited functionality with that. Then there's a creator version for $12 a month, you're going to get a little more. And then the top level is the pro account, which is $24 a month. Then there's an enterprise account. Don't know what that is. There's custom pricing, you have to contact their team wanted to throw those prices in here just so you get an idea of how much you would need to spend. I think start free and if you're feeling it, bump up to one of the paid plans. And I do have an affiliate link where you can get a little bit of a discount. So if you are interested in trying it out, go to the show notes, check out my affiliate link. I'll get kicked a little bit of a commission at no extra charge to you. and That helps me keep the podcast going and keep pumping out content for you guys. All right, everybody. I'm out. Great show today. Thank you for listening. If you feel like you got some value out of the episode or out of any of the episodes, would love for you to leave me a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Any feedback you have is greatly appreciated and motivates me to keep putting out this show, to keep helping you guys to reach your podcasting goals. See you next week.